Welcome into Searching for San Antonio, part of the San Antonio Podcast Network. This series explores the Alamo City by showcasing small businesses, nonprofit organizations, and all of the wonderful people that make San Antonio what it is. Join us as we search for the true meaning of being a San Antonian. So what's up and welcome in to this week's episode, the very first episode of the new Searching for San Antonio series, part of the San Antonio Podcast Network. Folks, I am so excited to kick off this first episode. For those of you who have been keeping up the last few weeks listening to the podcasts, it's finally here. And this week, I have Erica Perez, host of the Bridal Buzz San Antonio Podcast, the only wedding podcast in San Antonio, joining me on this week's show. Bridal Buzz is owned by San Antonio Wedding. You may know about them from their magazine. Believe it or not, Bridal Buzz will actually be uploading their 100th episode next month in June and has topped over 35,000 downloads across all of the platforms they are available on. We'll be getting to that interview shortly. First off, I wanted to give a shout out to all of the loyal listeners, all those day ones out there. I appreciate you. Also, a huge thank you to those of you checking out the show for the first time. I hope you enjoy the content. If you do, please give a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps the show grow and more importantly it helps amplify these amazing San Antonio people that are being featured. Lastly before we get started I wanted to encourage you all to follow the podcast on social media at SA Pod Network. That's SA as in San Antonio, Pod as in Podcast Network. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. With that said I'm sure y'all are ready to get to this interview. We're going to take a quick break and we'll get right to it. This is what we're made of. The businesses that line our streets and the customers that make them flourish. As a business owner, this is your community, your members, your regulars, your neighbors. Your business is unique, so are your customers. No matter who you need to reach, Spectrum Reach is here to help you connect with the right message on every screen. Visit SpectrumReach.com to connect with a local advertising expert. That's SpectrumReach.com. So welcome back to the show and Erica Perez, welcome into the show. How are you doing today? Good. Hi, how are you? So excited. You are the first person to be interviewed on Searching for San Antonio. This new series is a part of the San Antonio Podcast Network. So tell us a little bit about yourself first. Okay, yeah. So my name is Erica. I'm from El Paso, Texas. But when I moved out here, I found out that I love San Antonio as well. It was always a vacation destination area for us growing up. And then when I moved out here, I mean, it's easy to fall in love with the city. So I definitely Definitely. love to explore it. I love to meet people. And now I am currently working at Bridal Buzz. I'm the host of Bridal Buzz, another podcast. I mean, it makes my job interact way more with local businesses and I love it so much. And I'm sure we'll get into that later. (laughs) Back us up a little bit and tell us how did the Bridal Buzz podcast get started? Because I think it's part of San Antonio Weddings. Am I correct? Yes. So Bridal Buzz got started, literally launched about almost a year ago. And it got started because the owner of San Antonio Weddings decided that it was time to pivot in a more modern direction, if you will. (laughs) And uh, the podcast launched about a year ago to do exactly what the San Antonio Weddings magazine had done for 30 years, connect 
brides and grooms and couples, all sorts of couples to their wedding vendors, their dream team to make their dream wedding come true. And while the magazine had been doing that for 30 years, it'd been doing it in print. So it was kind of one of those things where I, I speak for myself, but maybe a lot of the people my age and people my age are the ones getting married. I speak for myself where it's like, we definitely like holding the magazines and we like browsing and perusing them, but we don't actually purchase them anymore. So I will say that we love listening to podcasts and we like learning new things. And so the podcast was just kind of like a no brainer. Like, let's try to connect couples to their dream team via podcast. And so. And so how did you get picked as a host? Were you just kind of like the natural uh, selection being that you're because you seem really energetic, very talkative. You love talking to people. So were you just kind of like the natural pick? I don't know. I, I'd love to say yes, of course, it is I. But um, there was definitely an interview, an audition process. It's funny because I was a teacher before I was a podcast host. Wow. And I taught high school and middle school at an alternative school. And I loved those kids. And it was a stressful profession. And I uh, found that um, maybe I needed to go back to school and find something that made my hair fall off just a little less. And so <laughs> I went back to school and I was acquiring a master's in communications. And just this random email came in my boss who I now love Todd was looking for an owner of San Antonio Weddings was looking for a podcast host and so I applied on a whim I was like I'm a good talker I have a tour guide ex uh, background I was I'm a teacher I can keep those kids entertained so why not and yeah I mean turns out that uh I can you host were made a for the job <laughs> yes I, it turns out that I was quite good at it so I mean I'm enjoying it I love it were you an avid podcast listener before? Like, do you have your list of podcasts that you go through every day? I do. I do. Um, it's actually kind of funny because there's a joke in the office where I can admit that I definitely have a soft spot for murder documentaries. And so you can imagine what I listen to. I was training for a half marathon earlier on in the year. And so some of those runs can go up to an hour and I'm jogging with murder documentary podcasts in my ear. And so I'm just like constantly like just jittery the whole time because you're just, yeah, it puts you on edge. But no, I've definitely loved listening to podcasts for the past few years for sure. And that's one thing I really can't get into as far as listening to it while I'm exercising. So, I mean, I'm a big podcast listener myself. That's one of the reasons I got started into podcasting was I just enjoyed listening to so much. I felt like, well, I'm talkative. I love meeting people. I can start some kind of podcast. And that's what kind of got me to this point. But when it comes to exercising, I have to have music on. I can't go to my podcast for that. I use my podcast, you know, sometimes while I'm working or while I'm driving to kind of make a commute easier. But no, not not while I'm exercising. You probably exercise harder than me then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not training for marathons. I'll tell you that. I'm like, so. chill it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you got started in podcasting, because I'm trying to, you know, go back in time for myself a little bit. I mean, I know for one, I was real nervous. I hated the sound of my voice. That was something that I had to overcome. How was that for you when you got started? Was that something that you adjusted to or, or maybe you still haven't adjusted yet? Yeah, right. I want to say I've adjusted, but maybe not. Like I still... <sighs> I listen to our episodes sometimes, my episodes, Bridal Buzz, and I get embarrassed. I can hear like, hey, Bridal Babes. And <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask, do you do the editing for it? 
I do. Yeah. So that probably also plays a role because you listened. Do you edit this one as well? Right. So, and I was going to say, the reason I ask is because I think that's the reason I've adjusted so well to it and gotten used to my voice. I've just gotten so used. Like I hated my voice at first. I always felt it was like nasally and I was like, oh my God, I can't stand it. But now that I've done this podcast for almost a year and I do the editing and I just hear it sometimes like on loop, I've just gotten used to it. Like I I hear myself in the car and it's like, I don't think anything of it. <laughs> I, I I think it depends on my mood because some episodes I come in like normal. I come in with a normal tone. Hey, bridal babes. And other times I don't know what gets into me. Maybe I had too much coffee and I come in like, hey, bridal babes. And I feel like I'm <laughs> yelling and I'm like, ah. So I guess I've definitely gotten used to it. I wasn't nervous initially, actually. And maybe you can go back to episode one and you can tell the difference. But um, initially I was just like, I'm just going to be myself. Everything's just going to fall into place. It's going to be beautiful. And no, I definitely could tell like, okay, you do have to kind of reel it in. Don't get too excited, even though I still do it. There is somebody who works the cameras and the sound for me, and she can sometimes tell that, and her name's Kat, she's the content manager in San Antonio Weddings, and she can tell that I'm holding in laugh or that I'm like trying really hard to just like stay in the moment because I will get it too excited and I will laugh a little too much or too long. And it's just always having to remind yourself certain tones and certain sounds are not picked up as good as other sounds when you're talking on a podcast. You guys bring on guests, and and from what I've seen, it's couples that you bring on. I mean, how do you, is it something that you go through a selection process with, or is it more like they reach out to you? Because I noticed on the website, it asks you, do you want to be a guest? So is it kind of a mix of both? So yeah, we're very fortunate that we work in tandem with SanAntonioWeddings.com because Bridal Buzz is an arm of San Antonio Weddings, the blog online. We get submissions for the blog because couples want to be featured on the blog and our social media and stuff. And I mean, it's an exciting time, of course. Please submit all you want. Please, I'm ready for it. I love reading it. I create them. Initially, I was probably scouting a lot. And then it just hit us like, why don't we just ask them when they're submitting for the blog? Let's just ask, do you want to be on the show too? And so I can say that we've recently come across a good problem and a negative problem where we're getting a lot of submissions and a lot of people want to be on the podcast. And we're like fully booked for, you know, the next month or two. So I'm a little like, oh, I'm so sorry. I love you, but I can't do it. And at that point, it's just a matter of just scheduling issues. But yeah, luckily it does work in tandem a lot with that San Antonio Weddings blog. Has your feeling about the podcast changed over time? Like maybe early on, for example, maybe you felt like, you know, it was a lot of work and now it's just kind of like me, you just enjoy all of it. Or have you just enjoyed the whole thing this whole time? It was a tough beginning. I mean, I'm sure you can, I'm not entirely sure when you launched, but I know you launched around the same time I did, which was around COVID. It was one of those things where, yeah, it was stressful at first because I went to Guitar Center to try and fix some guitar strings I had. And I asked the guy, like, have you seen a lot of people come in here purchasing podcast equipment? And he goes, everyone and their moms launched a podcast during COVID. And this is a direct quote because I thought it was hilarious and it's in my brain. And I was like, oh, so yeah, there was a lot of competition, a lot of noise at the beginning and not, not like ugly competition. I hope that's not taken the wrong way. It's just one of those things where, you know, people have a lot of choices and you're, you're striving to become a really good choice. So somewhere in the middle, it was a little stressful to make sure that we got our message out and focused on getting those couples connected to the right vendors. But yeah, throughout the whole thing, I mean, I've definitely just pretty much enjoyed it. I mean, it's a lot of fun. 
Yes, I'm blessed to say that. I mean, come on, I get to talk to people being happy. They're excited. They're newlyweds. <laughs> they're engaged. But sometimes I'll come in and I'm like, oh my god, I hope they can't tell I'm sleepy or something. And <laughs> they get in that chair. They're super excited, and I'm just right there with them. I'm like, yes, they gave me, well, you know, they're my coffee. <laughs> And I'll admit, I'm a little jealous of your podcast in the sense that you guys, you know, you have a studio, you bring these folks in and you get to talk to them face to face. And that's something that's an element that I haven't really been able to add to the podcast just yet because of COVID. Right. And and the pandemic, we didn't have, you know, a studio. Well, technically, we had a studio space. A good friend of mine, I call him my little brother, but it's not blood related. And, you know, he actually has a built in studio in his house. But I wasn't going to be asking people to come, you know, visit some random person's house and walk through the backyard. And, you know, that's not something I was going to do, but that's all we had. You know, other than that, we could just do recordings and, and interviews through Zoom meetings like we are today. I'm actually kind of excited now that we're on a downslope of sorts on this pandemic that I can actually start exploring the possibility of maybe looking for a studio to rent or maybe even interviewing people in their place of businesses. That, that could be something that, you know, an element that I could add. But I love that you guys have a studio. I think that's cool. And I've watched some of the, the videos that, you know, of the interviews that you guys do. So that's great. And, you know, kind of going back to the competition conversation. And Erica, we talked about this before on a phone call is that I feel like with podcasts, People that enjoy podcasts are willing to listen to other podcasts. You know, they're looking for good content to fill up that period of time in their day that they're either bored or doing something or they just want to listen to some kind of content. And I can relate, you know, if it's a certain subject that I'm interested in, I might have two or three podcasts on that same subject that I listen to. And once I finish one, I go to the next. The way I see the competition is not so much competition. It's like, how can we help each other? I just focus on the content that I can provide. And I think what's great about you guys is like, unless I don't know who else is providing, you know, content like you guys are here in San Antonio about about weddings and vendors and these amazing like stories behind couples and how they got married and how they met. I don't see anybody else doing it. So yeah, that that was exactly you're absolutely right. On a local scale, we are definitely I would say the only ones doing it. But even then, I mean, I'm just like, I'm one of those people. And it's probably because I was an athlete. And I'm just like looking out for, you know, I'm looking at It's so embarrassing, but I was looking at podcasts in England and Australia, and I was like, how do I, how do I make sure that they're choosing San Antonio instead of Australia? And that's probably just me being like completely out there. Cause I think there's plenty to offer. San Antonio is huge. I mean, the amount of population is just, I'm never going to meet or probably never going to touch all the people in San Antonio, even though I want to, because there's just so many. Well, and there's amazing <laughs> stories, as you've yes. learned on your podcast. Seriously, just when you think that, oh, you know, they're all going to sound the same. Everyone's going to falls in love and gets married. No, everyone falls in love so differently. Everyone goes to everything. Oh, it's so exciting. And so speaking of that content, when you bring on the guests, I mean, what kind of questions are you asking them? I have like a few formats, but depending on their story, because they do submit through the San Antonio Weddings blog, I get to read some of their submissions and how they answer those specific questions. And through that, I get to pick where I'm going to lead the conversation to. And I'll pick those like key elements, the juicy stuff. I always ask how they met. 
I always want to know, was it, you know, the modern internet dating? Was it the meet cute at the store? What was it? Was it a friend? I always ask how they met. I always ask about the proposal and the planning process behind it because I just think it's so interesting what what some of these people will do to, to get that surprise element. And oh, I always ask them for advice for other couples because we're all just trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a relationship and, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, Oh, what do I do now? And it's during the pandemic. I mean, come on. I think that advice element is also very helpful for other listeners. When you look at your analytics, do you see more men or women listening? And that's kind of like the first part of my question. As of now, it's women. Okay. And that's, and that's what I thought. But, you know, the reason I ask is because I think more men need to be listening. And the reason I think so is because I have a lot of questions when it comes to getting married and the process and where you go for this, where you go for that. Like, I wouldn't know what to do. Even when it comes to like ring shopping, where do you go? Like, do you try to haggle the price? Do you try to get the price down? Do most people go on some kind of payment plan? Like how much should you spend? You know, and then when it comes to it, once you've done it, do you need to do this crazy proposal? You got to figure out your partner when it comes to that. Like, what are they okay with? You don't want to embarrass them. There's so many things that go into what leads up to a proposal and the proposal, what leads up to a wedding and planning that and then the wedding itself and a lot of people just don't know where to go. They ask friends, they ask family. And I feel like a lot of guys especially are in that boat, you know, me included. And so I think more guys need to listen to the podcast for that reason. <laughs> I would completely agree with you. I mean, honestly, some of the grooms have offered some of the most incredible insight. I mean, I don't know if it's societal roles. I don't know what it is that makes it seem that uh, women should listen to our podcast. And I get it. I call y'all bridal, or I call our listeners bridal babes, but I've decided babes can go either way. Everybody wants to be a babe. <laughs> but if you have an idea for what to call the male listeners, feel free to let me know. <laughs> it's just, it's been a hard journey trying to figure out what to call our male listeners. But um, yeah, some of the insight that grooms give you is completely different, completely different perspective. And that's why we started having couples in because initially early on, it was a lot of brides. It was a lot of girl on girl talk, which is fun and it's great. But yes, very important to hear the other side. Exactly. The rings that I mean, you gave me all these ideas. You were just you were just spitting. And I was like, idea, <laughs> idea. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Those are all yeah. things that us guys want to know texting, yeah. right? Our little group chats, like, hey, mm -hmm. like how much did you spend on that, right? <laughs> like, I mean, we don't know where to go and like who to ask. And so we just hope that one of our friends does it first. You're absolutely right. We had a groom who he created these giant like marquee letters spelling out Mr. and Mrs. And he just, he did this out of the kindness of his heart and wanting his wife and him to have this awesome backdrop on their wedding. And that to me, I feel like that could be beneficial to other handy human beings. I'm not very handy, but other handy human beings could learn like, oh, so that's how you uh, decide to make your own backdrop. And <laughs> that's how you just get to it. huh? Some of the other guests that I've seen, you bring on vendors. And so tell us a little bit more about maybe some local vendors that you've brought on. Yeah, so we love to tour venues. So some of our episodes um, have this crazy format where we literally go in person, we tour the venue, we ask the venue managers and owners how it is that, or all those questions that couples want to ask them. So how much does the venue cost? What are we looking at here? Just literally like if I was a bride trying to book that venue, 
And we haven't launched this episode, but we have Le Bon Vie Ranch on there. And they're this incredible, massive venue. It's so gorgeous. And probably other than it being gorgeous and having all this magical stuff as a part of it, including the grooms and bridal suite, they have lodging. They have a straight up lodge with like, it looks like a little mini hotel for all your guests to stay at. And I thought that was pretty crazy. We have other guests, photographers. We love having photographers in here. They have a lot of insight, not just for wedding photography, but they have a lot of insight for poses, locations that you can shoot at, what time of day you want to schedule your engagement shot at or your engagement shoot at. Um, We've had officiants, wedding planners. These are people who have been doing this for forever. And I've just joined the podcast and the wedding industry at the same time about a year ago. And so I'm absorbing everything and learning as much as I can. But if you're just, if you're a listener who's just trying to get some quick knowledge, then listening to essay wedding pros or bride on a budget or freesia by designs or just anything, all of these people, they can so give you so much more insight. Diana Boucher. Okay. I have so many people to name drop, but uh, there's a lot of ventures with just a lot of incredible insight. So they get to provide us with information that I wouldn't know. And one time someone told me that as I'm asking these questions, sometimes I come off naive or like inquisitive. Like I genuinely don't know. And I'm like, well, it's because I genuinely because don't Because you genuinely don't know. I'm like, shh, I've never been married. Like, you know, like, but it's true. Like, it's like, I am, I'm trying to be a bride. I am a bride. And, you know, it's a lot of pressure on my boyfriend, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you can, I mean, name drop some other maybe vendors or even venues here in San Antonio that people have talked about, or maybe you've learned a little bit more about. Yeah. So there's Park 31, if you're looking for like an industrial venue. And on top of it, it has a a massive history of like German architecture throughout it, which is incredible. We have and Marie's, which is a little more, um, it's not as big, but it's, I mean, their food is incredible. And this is a, they also offer catering services. So if you don't want to use their venue, their food is like incredible. It's fresh. It's delicious. Their chef is amazing. We have Canyon Springs Golf Club. They literally have a waterfall that they take you to in a golf cart. So your guests, as your guests are rolling up, they just casually take them away in a golf cart to this like space with waterfalls, which how I didn't know it, San Antonio had waterfalls is just beyond me, but there's a waterfall setting. Um, La Escondida Celebration Center is this super nature, one with nature kind of space where they literally are surrounded all on one half of their venue by a hill. So you literally don't see anything but this massive hill just like rising. And that, that could be your back setting for your ceremony, which someone who likes nature, that's just incredible. There's honestly a lot. And, and these are just people that I had the luxury of visiting recently or vendors that I had the luxury of visiting recently. Or So that's why they're coming to mind. But if you look at Bridal Buzz, there's a ton of episodes <laughs> on all of that. <laughs> If you go through Bridal Buzz's episodes, there's a ton more. Now, when it comes to the couples that you brought on, are there any interesting or funny stories that come to mind that like really stuck out to you? Oh, yeah. There's there's a ton of awesome stories. Okay, well, I recently had another couple, and you can actually read about this on SanAntonioWeddings.com as well, and you can listen to this episode. It's a couple where I'm not going to say their names because I'm not entirely sure if they'll want to be. They probably don't care. Yeah. But anyways, um, this couple had this awesome it proposal where it like tricked her that they were going to go to this fancy dinner, which a lot of men do. They're all, kind of, you know, a lot of not men or women when they're trying to propose to someone and surprise them, they tell their 
significant other that they're going to do something fancy. And so he had told his bride now that they're married that he was going to take her to some fancy dinner. But as she's getting ready, he like insults her or at least makes her feel insulted because he makes he asks her to change her her outfit. Like he's like, no, you can't wear that. That's not the way. And so, yeah, so she was like, "Ah!" you know, and so she's upset. Apparently, they're literally driving to this location and she's crying. Apparently, the whole when they were telling me the story, I was like, you made her cry before you proposed. And so (laughs) she's crying and they get there and she's still like upset. And she's like, why are we stopping here? And this is at the top of Medina Lake. Apparently, there's like a hill or a somewhere where you can look over he had taken her there before i don't know why he said let's just take a cool picture we have cute i don't remember what he said but it was something that was just really random and so she shows up and she's looking at this rock formation and she's kind of like what is this you know what's (laughs) happening anyways so that's when he decides to pop the question and she turns around to hey what is this what's going on he's like on his knee and oh and this guy i mean he went above and beyond not only did he plan this proposal completely surprised her but he had his buddies be a huge part of it i mean they had a drone out there for them they had a banner made like he went so the people on this podcast they just like they just leave me surprised every time i'm like what you did what (laughs) i'm editing one where i swear she's like falling in love all over again and she's just looking at him i'm like please someone look at i hope my boyfriend looks at me that way because she is looking at him so (laughs) dreamily and i'm like that is yes the sparks the sparks i feel in this studio do you see yourself being a part of the bridal buzz podcast at least for the foreseeable future oh my gosh yeah yeah unless somebody i don't know i don't know i'm not even gonna jinx myself yes yes the answer is yes <laughs> um i mean i love it i we have a lot of plans for the future we're actually getting a facelift as we speak because a lot of the editing was me um and mm-hmm. it's still gonna be me but now i've gotten some help as far as the graphics and the sounds and stuff because yeah i mean initially i gotta be honest with you we were a two-man team we were two people, me and my boss trying to figure out how we were going to do this podcast. And I just used whatever experience I had with graphics and stuff. And so being able to... It, 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 it's really tough. You know, I, I was having this conversation the other day about how to grow a podcast. And it sounds so simple and you can get books on it. I have a little book on how to podcast, right? And you can look it up on, on blogs and, and research it on your own on the internet. But, you know, what it really comes down to is like you have to have that perfect mixture of everything. Number one, your content has to be good, right? I think that's kind of first and foremost. People are going to listen, but can you get them to listen another time and another time and another time, right? The other part of it is how you are advertising it out there. And most of the time, unless you have a, you know, a backing by a big company, you're going to be advertising yourself on social media and and word of mouth, you know, and you have to do it correctly. You have to be decent with graphics. You know, you have to be decent on social media. You have to know how the algorithm works. Everyone talks about the algorithm, right? Those are all things that are key elements into really growing a podcast. And so it's tough. Like you need to have all those elements working together to really keep a podcast going. So it's good to hear that you're going to have maybe maybe some more people uh, helping out even with, with the editing. I will tell you, I'm glad that you mentioned that you're still going to be editing. I feel like if I got some help to edit the podcast, that would be great. But I feel like I would still need to be there to help edit because like I know the content that I'm trying to create with it and how the audio should sound. Yes. Um, Just this morning, I told I told somebody in the office, I was like, 
I just want someone to get in my brain. If you can, if you can get in my brain, then I can let you touch certain elements. Well, that Otherwise, sounds like a Black Mirror episode. I don't know if you watch a Black Mirror, but that sounds like that episode, right? Where they, it was they too scary for me. I saw one episode. I was like, I can't live like that. It was too creepy for me. Yeah, well, it reminds me of Black Mirror, and so I mean, it's a good series, but it's a little scary thinking about that. Yeah, but seriously, <laughs> you need somebody who understands your vision. It one hundred percent. I can't. One hundred percent. When it comes to San Antonio, right? This show is all about San Antonio. And I know you weren't born and raised here per se, but you've been here a while and you enjoy San Antonio, right? I mean, what do you think sets San Antonio apart, whether it be in the wedding industry or just in general? I think what sets San Antonio apart from other places I've visited, and I'm not like a jet setter, but I am, um, I'm okay. I'm a decently traveled person. I honestly, I think it's the culture. I think it's, I like that I can go and get a legitimate taco on one side of town and it's like a legit good taco for the right price because I'm from a border town and I know what a taco is worth and I know how it should taste. And I take a lot of pride in that. And I love that I can do that here. And I love that I can also enjoy sports. I mean, I didn't grow up with an NBA down the street and I didn't get to bask in those parades that happen with when games (laughs) are incredible and just downtown, the way it finds a way to like progress, but but still maintain that like small town feel is is incredible. And I mean, I love UTSA because I graduated from there and I'm just incredibly passionate about that school. Yeah. Oh my God. You have no idea. <laughs> Birds up. I'm annoyingly pro UTSA. Um, I also went to UIW, which great school. Woo. But yeah, my alma mater is definitely um, UTSA and there's just so many of everything. And I love that there's just so many people of all, of all kinds, of all sorts. I would say San Antonio is unique because of that, because it's it's a melting pot that maintains that small town neighborly feel. I mean, I visited El Paso. I didn't live there, wasn't born there. But I, I think maybe what separates it is that in El Paso, from what I've heard, is that you feel like you're living in a, in a smaller town, right? It's a city, but it's a smaller town. Whereas San Antonio, like you've mentioned, and like a lot of people have mentioned when I interview them on a podcast, is that it's kind of that perfect mix almost between a huge city. I mean, it is the seventh largest city in the country, right? Between that and the small town feel. It's like you have both. And I think it really is due to that culture. You go to some of these larger cities, and I'm not talking about New York. I mean, New York is probably the like best place for like a culture mix, right? But when it comes to San Antonio, if you compare it to some of these larger cities, even the one up the road, you know, the culture is just different here. And, and in my opinion, it's better and I'm biased, but that's what separates it. I talk to a lot of people who come from El Paso or come from the Rio Grande Valley, and they feel that same way when they move to San Antonio like they love it because it's kind of that perfect mix of home and a big city put together but I'm glad you were able to find a good taco here in San Antonio you guys talk about Chico's tacos all the time that's I mean that's all I hear from people from El Paso so I'm glad you're able to find a good taco here in San Antonio I literally wear that I have a shirt from them because I was like I need to remind myself where I'm from So you, you endorse it though, right? So if I go visit El Paso, I have to eat at Chico's Tacos. I would say that, yeah, you have to at least try it. I mean, you got to be ready. Your, your stomach's going to have some side effects, but. <laughs> Bring some Pepto. Yeah, yes. Definitely. You got to get ready. If you haven't been exposed before, you got to build the strength. Kind of winding down the interview here, you know, number one, and this is always a tough question, but what legacy do you want to leave or what legacy do you want Bridal Buzz to leave? 
I just want people to know, and um, hopefully it never leaves, but if it's going to leave, I hope it, it leaves behind. And I guess it leaves for the brides because wedding planning is such a temporary process. You only plan for so long and then you're gone. But I hope that when brides think of bridal buzz and the role that it played during their wedding planning, I hope they think they really helped. They were helpful. They connected me and they cared. I, I want to make sure they feel cared for I, like, yes, we want to make sure that you connect to the right vendor. And that's basically our top mission is making sure that you and the vendor make the connection that you don't miss it. It's almost like matchmaking for vendors and brides. But I think to me, specifically me speaking, I want them to feel cared for. I may not have known you for 10 years and I may not be your maid of honor, but I will be that secret agent that will get you what you need at the time that you need it. I won't be able to like literally book it for you, but I will go and do the research for you. I I want you to feel cared for. I mean, wedding planning is stressful enough. And so I just want to make sure that Bridal Buzz is helping you at all, every turn of the way. And if not Bridal Buzz, then you get to go to SanAntonioWeddings.com and they do the same thing for you. As long as one element of us is able to help you and you get to walk away saying, they're all right. They helped me with my charcuterie board. Like, that's it. I've done it. Mic drop. Yes. What advice would you get? And I know you haven't been married just yet, right? But you've talked to a lot of people that have. What's some advice that you would give to couples who they're engaged and they're planning their wedding? I'm just going to say what I hear the most. Um, I hear a ton of advice all the time and I think, and I absorb it all. I'm very, my mom's always said I'm one of those people who sometimes I don't need to learn by my own experience. I, I, I learn a lot by people's advice. And what I hear a lot of is you're getting married for yourself. Everything that you are planning is for yourself. And although you're keeping your friends in mind and you're keeping your family in mind and you want to respect everybody at the end of the day, after you say I do, after the party, the next morning, you're going to wake up next to just one other person. And that's who you need to stress about is yourselves. And that's it. As cheesy as it sounds, it's you two against the world. And so as you're stressing out about the wedding planning, just keep yourselves as positive as you can and concentrate on yourselves. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of selfish, but it's totally the time to be selfish is when you're wedding planning. So do it. Well, hopefully it's the only wedding that that you have to plan. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of planning that should go into it and find the right vendor. And hopefully you shop local when it comes to that and look at all the local vendors. Gosh, shop local. I Horror stories that I've heard of people that don't shop local. I mean, sometimes it turns out great and that's awesome. Good for y'all. I'm happy, but shop local. It's just better. There's just so many reasons why I mean, it's better. Where can you go? Like, so outside of, lo- I mean, where, like, what would you hire outside of the city? Surprisingly enough, you can hire photographers outside of the city. You just like, um, fly down or? Yeah. Th- yes, literally, or drive in. Exactly. There's services for like international based renting and purchasing a wedding attire which um, yeah I mean that just sounds expensive (laughs) yeah it sounds it sounds scary to me because if I can't try on my wedding gown I'm gonna probably I need to be able to just put that thing on and see what's up (laughs) I guess the only vendor I I will vouch for and I'm only saying this because I'm influenced by my girlfriend is I guess unless you're getting your gown from Kleinfeld in New York I, I feel like maybe that's the only like reason you should go outside of San Antonio and that's just because she loves watching that show that's the show yeah so yeah. yes 
Yeah, I mean, you're right. I can't even. But even then, I think they fly out there. The people, the girls go in person to this New York spot, try it on and then come back. Right. I think. Right. Yeah. But no, there's services where you just you order it like you order online. And it clothing. just comes to you. Yeah. yeah I don't want to talk <laughs> about anybody, but I'm just saying these stay local. It's just easier. Your seamstress will be here. Your tailors will be here. Stay here. <laughs> Before I let you go, and by the way, this has been an amazing interview. I love the energy. Uh, the energy and the vibes are good. That's good. always great for an interview. Yay. So especially the first interview, right, of the Searching for San Antonio. Oh, my season. gosh. I am i didn't know it was literally going to be the first one. Now you're telling me it's literally the first one. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm over the moon. Thank, <laughs> I thank you so much for thinking. I was like, okay for it. I'm like, yes, I'm the first one. <laughs> Before I let you go, I want you to go ahead and plug Bridal Buzz. Yes. Give me all your social medias. Let the listeners know where we can find you, where we can follow you. Okay. So you can find Bridal Buzz literally everywhere we are on facebook and instagram and twitter as at bridal buzz sa we are on tiktok as bridal buzz you can find us on bridalbuzz.com although that'll take you straight to sanantonioweddings.com sanantonioweddings.com is a wedding blog and you can find bridal buzz on there along with a lot of other basically the written version of the podcast we are everywhere literally and if there's a new place that we should be on tell me so i can get on there too <laughs> Well, guys, go follow them. You heard Erica, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Bridal Buzz SA. You can find them. And then, of course, SanAntonioWeddings.com slash Bridal Dash Buzz, hopefully, or Bridal Buzz. <laughs> you can literally com. find it BridalBuzz.com. BridalBuzz.com. Yeah, we, we have that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go, listeners. You heard it from her. Um, check them out. Of course, they are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So you can go listen to their podcasts. Great stories. If you if you really find yourself interested in, you know, the stories behind couples and how they met and their wedding story, I mean, go check out Bridal Buzz. It's a great podcast to listen to, especially here in San Antonio, but just in general for all of you lovers of weddings and wedding planning out there. Erica, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate your time. And I'm, I'm glad you were able to join me on the podcast. Of course. Thank you so much for having me i feel honored i feel very excited and i cannot wait to see just everything i can't wait to see this so that's gonna do it for my interview with erica perez the host of the bridal buzz podcast part of san antonio weddings i'm gonna take a quick break and when we come back i'll give my recap on the interview today so stay tuned hey guys it's zach as some of you may know i help people plan for retirement And as your advisor, I can not only show you how money truly works, but put you in control of your money today and in retirement. If you're looking to schedule a financial review, please give me a call at 210-760-0409. So welcome back into Searching for San Antonio, part of the San Antonio Podcast Network. And I'm glad we are able to bring Erica from the Bridal Buzz Podcast into the show this week. You know, I said earlier in the show, the Bridal Buzz podcast, it's the only wedding podcast here in San Antonio. I really encourage you guys to take a listen to it. Check out some of the episodes. I know one of the episodes I was listening to, the couple actually had their wedding reception at the Frost Tower, like the new Frost Tower. They got that panoramic view of San Antonio, downtown San Antonio. And I, I think stories like that you get to hear on there. And you also get to hear about you know how these couples met and things of that sort. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes they're just really romantic. And I think it's a lot of great content. So definitely check out Bridal Buzz. You can follow them on social 
social media at BridalBuzzSA. You can also check them out on TikTok and YouTube, and you can visit their website at SanAntonioWeddings.com forward slash bridal dash buzz. You can check them out. Again, they are part of San Antonio Weddings. I want to thank Erica again for coming on the podcast and, and sharing a little more about her content and some of the stories and her experience, you know, being another podcast host here in San Antonio. So great energy, awesome interview. Go check them out. But that is going to do it for this episode of Searching for San Antonio, part of the San Antonio Podcast Network. Thank you again, listeners, for tuning in to this show today. I hope you enjoy the episode. If you did, please give it a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps the show grow and more importantly, get these wonderful San Antonio voices out there. As always, if you want to keep up with the show and our other series, Essay Talk with me, Zach Espericueta, please give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Network. Network. Again, that's at SA as in San Antonio, pod as in podcast network. If you have questions about advertising or partnering up with the podcast, please reach out to Zachary at sapodnetwork.com or you can find our email at our link in bio on social media. Also, if you want to help support the podcast, you can find our Cash App link in our link in bio as well. Thanks again, guys, for all of your support. I appreciate all of you. Have a wonderful week and Viva San Antonio. Viva San Antonio.